Coming up, it's not just time for an outdoor movie review. It's time for a classic outdoor movie review. Jeremiah Johnson is next. This episode of The Rock Fight is brought to you by Gear Trade. Since 1999, GearTrade.com has been your home for unnew outdoor gear and apparel. You know you have that jacket, pack, or tent that has been left out of your past few adventures. Why not load it all in a box and let Gear Trade sell it for you? Heck, they'll even send you a box and a free shipping label. It's that easy to get cash money for all the stuff you're not using. Head to GearTrade.com and click on the Sell Your Gear tab to learn more. GearTrade.com This episode of The Rock Fight is brought to you by Long Weekend Coffee. With four varieties of beans, Long Weekend is the best coffee to start your outdoor adventures every day, not just on the weekend. Head to longweekend.coffee. Yeah, longweekend.coffee. Easy to remember. And be sure to enter the promo code ROCK10 for 10% off of your first order. Long Weekend Coffee. More weekend, please. We're also brought to you by Rock Fight. Head over to rockfight.co where you can listen to every episode of the Rock Fight or listen or read the solo essays we make over there. Rock Fight is your new home for all the best outdoor content you can find. Rockfight.co. All right, let's get into it. An outdoor movie review, Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True, and joining me today to talk about Jeremiah Johnson. He gave me his rifle that killed the bear that killed him. It's Hatchet Justin Hausman. What's going on, Justin? <laughs> you didn't give me enough warning to come up with a with a cool uh, <laughs> accent or whatever. Ha- which yeah. I didn't... Did Hatchet have an accent? He yeah, was he did. dead. Did. That's where he found the frozen. Oh, you're dude. right. He got the. Uh, what was the yeah. name of the crate of the crazy Obi Wan? Uh, what was Obi Wan? Wasn't it Lap? Something Lap? Yeah, you're right. Anyway, we're talking oh, about shit. Jeremiah Johnson. Movie was released in 1972. Classic survival flick. Probably best known in 2023 for the Robert Redford head nodding gif that uh, that everybody sends around. Which I could not find. You did? Oh, it was in the. Uh, it's kind of been the first 45 minutes, I believe. Okay, I must have looked away for a second. Because yeah, it's I, pretty quick. I, it ended, and I'm like, uh, where is that? And, and I, w- like, oh, I, like, I like watched it fast forward like twice after it was over, trying to find it. And I was <laughs> like, did they cut it out? That doesn't make sense because who would have found it for the GIF? So the movie came out in 1972. The synopsis reads that it's a Mexican American war veteran, Jeremiah Johnson, portrayed, of course, by Robert Redford, heads to the mountains to live in isolation. Woefully unequipped for the task at hand, Johnson is fortunate to come across a seasoned mountain man willing to teach him the necessary survival tactics. As life continues in the mountains, Johnson finds himself a native bride and an adopted son. That's kind of yada, yada, yadding a lot there. You know, he didn't find himself. He was sort of forced in all was, of it. Yeah. However, their peaceful existence is threatened when Johnson incurs the ire of the Crow Indians. Yeah, I love movie synopsis. It was uh, directed by Sidney Pollack, who also directed Tootsie, Out of Africa, and The Firm. Pretty oh. famous director. Is he related um, to Kevin Pollock? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. Was it his dad, maybe? I don't know. Same be. last name spelling, I think. I yeah, think, you'd I think so. Right. Yeah. Definitely some relation. The production, I get a few notes on the production. I mean, it's loosely based on the life of a guy named John Liver Eating Johnston Johnson oh. and the legendary mountain men of the American West. That's a book. Yes. That was there was yes. a book that it was kind of it's a, that and there's a few other stories that kind of like took some some stories to, to kind of create this story. Uh originally it was supposed to star Lee Marvin. Then it was going to be Clint Eastwood. 
-hmm. And then finally landing with Robert Redford. The movie was made on a budget of about $3 million and grossed $44 million after several reissues. It's an absolute classic. It's one of those kind of those movies that any movie buff has to watch at some point, regardless of your interest in the outdoors. Uh, we both ended up having to rent it. I don't think it's streaming on any streaming service. So uh, I did on Apple. I believe you went on Amazon. Um, but kind of getting into it, what were kind of your overall thoughts on the movie? This is the first time viewing for both of us. I, I had seen chunks of it, but never sat and watched it straight through before. So what were your thoughts on Jeremiah well, I, Johnson? I had I had actually never heard of it. I mean, I, I was aware that that gift was Robert Redford and it came from some old movie, but that was it. I, I mm. never heard of the movie. Um, really? Until you suggested it. Really? But um, so I didn't know anything about it. But my, my first thought was just what a wild film that was. <laughs> so freaking weird. I mean, it, the and it's, it's one of those movies that's weird because it's only weird at parts. So like if a movie is 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 just bonkers from start to finish, it, you expect it. And it's not that strange. Right. But this this movie for a lot of it is just kind of normal. But then there's just the randomest head scratching things in it like the. The 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 overture at the beginning. I, I should have timed it. I, it's got to be two minutes long, and yeah, it's I, it's, just, it's beautiful music. It just says overture, and it's like this shot of I guess Jeremiah Johnson looking over some canyon. <laughs> what is the like so that you can what take your seats? I mean, is that what movies did? I've never seen that before. I've never. Well, it's nineteen seventy two though. This isn't like nineteen forty three. Like I yeah I, I I started. I got about ninety seconds in, and I started doing the scroll bar. I'm like, how long yeah, does this? How long last? is this? You and know? I want to like, say it goes to two minutes. But like, who yeah. who? At what point? You know what? Give us the forty five more seconds of this. This is well, great. This is really what was the, the Were they in the editing room? Like, hey man, you know it would be great if we put an overture at the beginning. That'll that'll pad the runtime three minutes. You know, we'll do an intermission. It's already too. a long movie for the yeah. time. It's not short. Yeah. And, Considering how uh, little dialogue there is, yeah, it's really it's really long. Also, the dialogue I think was written by the same person who wrote the King James Bible. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> it does feel a little biblical. It's extremely bizarre old English writing, and yeah, I mean, what does Robert Everett have? Like tw twenty lines? Uh, yeah, and he movie? has the most lines of anybody. I, I so it's the, the, that it's about a book or even a legendary, potentially real figure is is funny because. I guess I respect that they did this. There's absolutely no backstory or exposition at all. If you didn't have a, like an army hat on and I guess army pants, right? You'd have no reason to think that he was from the army. I think well, they in the in the voiceover and the like the opening. Did they say that he was coming from the war to be a mountain man or something like that? Did they say yeah, something? Uh, I don't remember about the war they may have. I do remember he something about yes came always wanted to be a mountain man. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. I don't know if they mentioned the war that he's a veteran. I don't think they do. I don't. I think. I mean, there's like Actually, a lingering shot of his like cavalry hat or whatever. I assumed it was the Civil War. I did then, too. And then doing research, found out it was the Mexican-American War. Well, yeah, when he uh, says the one, the war with Mexico later on in the movie, uh, when he's talking, well, he's kept saying the down there. And I'm like down, like yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, most of the Civil War fighting is in the east. Like, because it you, would be what, over they're, there. They're, they are clearly not in Ohio. Like, where where is this? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that I guess I should have put it together that it was a Mexican-American War, but I thought Civil War too. Yeah, I, I thought this was a good one to do actually on the heels of Captain Fantastic. Like I wrote this it was Ben Cash secretly trying to one up Jeremiah Johnson, just not as racist. Like is that kind of what, you know, was it was Ben Cash definitely had some Jeremiah Johnson aspirations. Well, Ben Cash knew a lot about where he was and what he was doing. They they made it seem as though Jeremiah Johnson literally got off a train, bought a horse. I mean, his first line is <laughs> I, I need where a horse. can I find 
or like I need a horse and a gun, and then yeah, like so some where random. Where can I go different... trap animals? Where can I go find? I, I, where can I go shoot deer and bear and other something worth cash money when skinned? That's that's like his first line. <laughs> the guy's like, go to the Rocky Mountains and turn left. This is what I mean. I feel like Ben Cash watched Jeremiah Johnson a lot as a kid. You know, I think he's like, oh man, one day I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna have my family. Yeah, we're gonna be in. The, we're gonna right. be in Washington. <laughs> Well, if this movie was as big of a deal as it was, and I guess it was, there's probably a lot of dudes of a certain age that oh, thought yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah. Because they I really actually... make it seem like you could just show up with a horse and make a go of it. I mean, th- th- did he... Okay, so I wanted to go through some of my notes really quick. Okay, okay, go for it. Uh, first of all, he is like... Holy shit, he's the handsomest man that has ever it, uh, walked he, the earth. Like so, that, when he, he was when he handsome before train, he shaves, and then he shaves, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm dude. sorry, I'm leaving my wife for for 1972, Robert dude, Redford. Like when he gets off that train and he's like in that little town and he's just like <laughs> squinting in the sun, and you're just like, that's it. Like, there's never. Yeah, I've I've man. lost as a man as as a man. It's over. God, he's handsome. Yeah. Um, but he apparently just rides into the Rocky Mountains from some angle. I don't know where. That movie is clearly filmed in Glacier National. No, it was filmed in no, Utah. It was filmed in Utah. I, yeah. It looks that's a lot of it looks like Glacier. I mean, does the Sundance Film Festival even exist if he doesn't make Jeremiah Johnson? Right. I don't think so, right? I mean, that's yeah. how he found Utah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, but no, but I, you're I, right, though. I, I think it's supposed to be Colorado is how it's working. It is. Taking, but you're right. He just sort of is like, yeah, I'm just going to ride up into the Rockies, which is not like a small section of land, right? No. I mean, and it's like <laughs> clearly fall or something. Cause five minutes into it, it's snowing. And he apparently had no like plan no. for that. Like he's no. like making a fire under some trees. Yeah. He's good. In the snow. He had no shelter. Yeah. That's not how it, I don't think that's how it worked. Those people all died. I mean, hatchet, whatever obviously died. He like, didn't make it. I don't think you just got off trains and Listen. just made it and lived through that. Listen, Jeremiah John, JJ. I'm gonna call him JJ. JJ was good, right? I like is the point that he's a larger than life figure that that, that it's obvious you can't do this. Is that the, well the last like, thing you hear is the song where he said they some some say he's still there, right? So I guess so. I mean so he's, he's like kind a of, god, he's a for, he's a forest god. I guess he's so. I don't think god. they did a great job portraying that. I, I said I also wrote down that like is after our noob versus coot conversation, this is kind of an interesting one because from an outdoorsy perspective, the first hour anyway is kind of this is the journey we go on with much lower stakes of like <laughs> much absolute lower. noob, right? Much yeah. learning to surf for mountain bike much lower than what JJ did. But we saw him go from absolute noob to expert. And even looking down his nose at some kooks, like the army dudes who showed up, right? The army dudes pretty were pretty quickly. That happens too. I mean, it's like he's trying to catch a sure. trout with his bare hands, doing right. the thing that, like, I, you know, I love how there's all there's like these tropes in movies where movie reviewers always get annoyed when they see them. And this one had a big one of mine, which is dudes going into water in the snow. Oh like, yeah, me too. Like without any kind of other clothes or shelter or anything. Yeah. Who? Nobody is is going into knee deep water to catch a trout with their bare hands in the snow in the Rockies with well, not even a tent or another pair of pants. <laughs> it kind of convinced me though, of like maybe I don't need synthetics. Like, yeah, he's gonna dry yeah. out. He's fine. JJ knows, know, you... but he was so bad at it that the crow chief guy, what's his name, paint the paint guy, I forget what his name, the character, uh, paint shirt, uh, paint, paint. Paint, paints his shirt red. There you go. He's just like I'm not even gonna bother to kill you. Like you're so bad. That like never mind, and you yeah, see, just like what goes you're on. Die anyway. Yeah, it, the nature's going to take care of itself here. With all these trout that we bought at the local like grocery store <laughs> and put on my horse, super trout. old trout, just like yeah. gray, lifeless trout. Uh, <laughs> God, I mean, like the when he makes that first fire and like a little patch of snow f- fell on it, I, I audibly was just like, oh, like yeah, I felt yeah, so that, that worked. 
you're like, oh, God, this poor guy. I felt so bad for him. I don't even remember. Yeah, it just, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's he meets Obi-Wan. I mean, that's the other thing, too. That Like, the beginning, that him and Clap, Lap, whatever his name Lap, is. Yeah, no, it's definitely a Luke and Obi-Wan situation it's, going it's, on it's, here. It's pretty, it's pretty funny at first, because I don't know how old Robert Redford is. Obviously older than Mark Hamill when they made Star Wars, but I swear to God, it's clearly George Lucas saw. He saw Jeremiah Johnson. I mean, there's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty similar there's a chance that he was writing star wars and then saw this and was like okay i need to i need to do something like i this. mean that's a classic mentor meets a pupil whatever but totally. the, i don't know so, something about it was just like just screaming this is the obi-wan luke sort yeah. of relationship yeah uh which i thought was kind of i mean it's cool like there's a reason that's a classic sort of thing that happens but even that guy that guy's not living that i don't know i guess there's a plenty of weird dudes that lived in cabins that like made a go of it but even that seemed a bit far-fetched just chasing yeah well then then actually i was kind of okay with obi-wan until he comes back and says that he lost the cabin in an avalanche and it was fine yeah Yeah, well it's like fine well so what you're in a slide path and like it took you that long (laughs) for that happen like like you're you're such a mountain man you hunt grizzlies for their claws and you apparently hunted them all out because you've had to go higher up single-handedly but you didn't avalanches was new to you like how long have you lived there where did you come from i mean it's kind of cool that they drop you in you have no idea but at the same time and also are you at the base of a a queer or is it like just like no this was like i was the mountain i didn't know it was there like it just looked like he built it in the snow already like only a foot (laughs) peeks out of the snow so like that was kind of cool actually that was cool I, I I don't know. That guy was awesome. I mean, all of that's great. Like that, yeah. all th- their experience was fun. At that point, it's still a really fun movie. Um, totally. And like, I kind of would have liked to have just seen that movie. You know, like that could have been me it. too. Why do these movies always, always, always have these like hor- horrific? Well, this movie wasn't that violent, but these just sort of the. I don't need to see like cowboys and Indians fighting anymore. Yeah, I, mean, like, I think this is the 72, era, right? Obviously, they all had to do that, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's just so interesting. Like that would have been a so a really, I guess you have to because that would have happened. But I would have been cool just to see him learning how to live out there. Yeah, I would have liked to seen the movie where the the army dudes show up at his house with his bride and the and the mute kid and everything, and he just tells them to go fuck themselves and like, sorry, yeah, I guess your people are gonna die up there. I'm not leaving my family, you know. And like, well, how's the movie play out from there, you know? Because to that point, I was pretty on board with everything. You know, there's some things I want I want to talk about, but that's where it kind of went off the rails after that. Right? So really. you're on you're you're on board with the part where uh, they're just walking around. He's like, you know what? This looks good. I'm just gonna. Hey guys, I believed you. I believe in JJ. build a house here. Let's just build it. Let's just. I guess I have an axe. A He's like hatchet, Sydney. Really. Cue the cue the house building montage. Let's go. Um, I, I, the thing that's that, that's magical about that scene where they build a pretty nice log cabin with, yeah. as far as I can tell, one hatchet, one hatchet, uh, and, and a mallet, uh, and a, yes, the, and and rope, uh, <laughs> is uh, I don't know about you, but every time I'm hiking somewhere, I have a moment where I'm like, I'd oh, I'd build a house here every okay. time, every time. So it was actually pretty neat to see that actually happen, and and I couldn't help but think about how. I, I in the modern world that period where that could happen was yeah. so brief but there was a time where you could go to a place admittedly right. with indigenous people that had lived there for thousands of years but for the most part without like rules that your society really has and you could just build a house and yeah. it was, nobody was going to stop you it wasn't you it nope. wasn't going to be a problem but they were encouraging you they'd be like if you go to this part this part of this continent you get <clears throat> yeah. a, an acre of land 
It just build just go do trees, your thing. right? Build yeah. it. Like like that that, that like it's hard not to get kind of well like, I actually wrote past down the horrific Indian massacres about it. it it's oh, hard well, not to be kind of romantic about that. We need to have a conversation about the Native American portrayals in this movie. But the you know, I did write down who was what was this movie actually about and who was it for? Thank you. Because I was wondering <laughs> that too. I don't know what that movie was about. <laughs> well, was it for you? I mean, cause I do you, you kind of want to be Jeremiah Johnson, it sounds like. Yeah. So yeah, really right. was it for you? <laughs> Except for the murdering Native American part. Does he murder? I mean, he only defends himself. I, you're right. He's not actively seeking out, but he kills a lot of people. Before we before we move past it, can we please talk about the like Terry Gilliam esque scene of when they find that dude buried up to his neck in the sand? Okay, that's actually. I'm so glad you brought this up. That was remarkably unaddressed. Number <laughs> one, the yeah, he talks about shaving his head. I'd like. How are we doing that? Like, he's buried. They didn't really give. Like, I understand. You know, okay, he was kind of a come upon quickly by some native americans right and they left him well, there seemed, he also seemed like a horrible person it's weird they like reconciled at the end like what they, they you meet him and you go okay he's been buried up to his neck in sand yeah. he's done something to piss off whatever yeah. band of, of indigenous is around there i wonder what it was he seems nice enough and then within like you know a day of being rescued he's already trying to kill his captors and like piss off yeah uh jeremiah Johnson. like oh that's why they that's how he ended up getting himself buried he's an asshole but then later on, there's like this. They're like best bros. Well, I guess I guess if you if the we, the best way to look at it is because they needed him because he spoke French, right? And they're with the French speaking natives, and so there it's like he he had a role to play. And as soon as they have the wedding, he hightails it out of there. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you; it was a little weird. They're just that's where a little more dialogue probably would have been helpful. A little more but, like, but it it does. That's the one of those scenes where you're like. This is bizarre. Like the, film, yeah. the way it's filmed yeah. is so weird. The camera's like at sand level. Like <laughs> his his dialogue is super strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Redford's a, or Jeremiah Johnson isn't even surprised. Like he just is like, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right. I think that's the weird thing. I was like, hey, there's a guy's head sticking out of the sand over there. Yeah. He's just like, it takes <laughs> him a while too. They talk about things for a little bit before he goes. So how did you end up here? <laughs> like, right. Right. So yeah, I, I, it just. I, I when as soon as that happens, I just like start bursting out laughing um, and talking to my wife about how this is the this might be the, the strangest movie I've ever seen. Unfortunately, once once he gets married, it kind of loses that that like it's it's it pretty is. normal. It becomes well, and a, at that point, that's you know I think that's when he becomes John Wick's great 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 grandfather and just starts laying yeah. waste. He's getting attacked. You're right, but it just becomes this weird action adventure taken you know Liam Neeson and Taken style thing, where like the last third of the movie. Is him being jumped by Native Americans and him killing them. It's just it came this weird stretch where it's just like I, I get it. Okay, you proved you showed like okay they're they're out to get him like you know fine, but it just kind of kept happening for a while there, which kind of like that threw me off a little bit too. Well, there's that one like you could tell they 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 had somebody that had some idea of anthropology in there because at one point the I think it's buried up to his head guy, which I can't remember his name. Del Gu. Uh, is it Del Gu? Yes. Del Gu? Right. Yeah. Del Gu. Okay. Uh, I think it's him, or maybe it's Barry maybe it's maybe guy. it's Obi Wan. Who I says like something like, up to his head guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they, uh, he says something about you're lucky it's not Apaches because they would have sent like all fifty at once. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So you so yeah. you've thought about this. You've, yeah. you've 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 bothered to explain why it's one at a time, which is strange. 
Yeah. And I think it's that's probably like they're testing their best warriors against this like forest god. It could be. I, I just don't I just it was a weird choice. I I kind of felt like it took a thing that and maybe this is the time to have the kind of the Native American portrayals conversation because like I you know, for, for the beginning when they show like, you know, he gets into the town off the train and you see like the white men only sign, right? It's kind of like showing like, hey, this is the time that we're in, right? Yeah. And then there's the you know, his first encounter with paints the shirt red is like, you know, like, okay, well, this guy's going to kill himself, right? It wasn't violent. You know, it was it was tense, but not violent. And then he learns a little bit more about it. And mo- for the most part, I mean, even then, like, I think the next Native American interaction is when Dogu ki- kills everyone, right? Which is not on Jeremiah Johnson, right? He's pretty docile and avoiding this and he's respectful. And I just, it's hard when he gets into just like defending himself, killing mode. Like, it's not that the character choices it's just the filmmaking choices like why are we why are we setting up this white man versus the natives conflict it just it felt kind of out of left field considering the tone of the rest of the movie which was pretty well, that's ex- not the that's not the first time he encounters he encounters them i don't think right because then when when he's with uh obi-wan <laughs> i'm just not going to call him anything no, else no, he's obi-wan you know, now. yeah yeah they they encounter <laughs> crow remember the like they encounter paints the shirt red and he gives them all those furs right right but i mean say there's been pretty but but that's kind of in line with the other thing that yeah. was kind of a cool moment right of like oh here's the guy i thought was gonna die and now i'm like hey we're, we're cool now right? i'm giving i'm See, hooking I, you up i think that is the deal because obviously the chief is really respects him because at the point at that moment he's like oh you obviously you got all these furs and i just saw you as far as i can tell two months ago trying to catch a fish with your bare hands in the snow and now yeah. you're like you right. met the one guy who we respect and you're getting furs all right what's your name you're cool and yeah. and so there are there i guess they're establishing that at some point it's going to make some sense i guess up, yeah. up against you cuz you're obviously a force to be you're also with. you're that good i guess i i guess maybe if that's i don't know if it's the intent but it just kind of felt like we needed somehow get a white man versus indian confrontation going here guys you know like that yeah. kind of felt like that then and, and it just it felt kind of weird and shoehorned and just like i don't know i would have rather just seen him his legend grows because of like how great he is like how nice he was because he you know he didn't want to take the other white men through the graveyard it just could have been like i think a more impactful decision versus just him killing everybody it's, it's the just, last third it's of the movie just so gnarly to watch movies like that when you're like gosh it's entirely possible yeah that the people that made this movie had like native american help and yeah. had native american consultations and this was like a very sensitive portrayal and you're watching it now with like uh, it is uh, uh, so, so not sensitive <laughs> so cringy right and yeah like, like, well, i don't well, even well, know I mean, if I most of the most... actors were native american that were in it, they, like, it you could tell by the wigs there's some bad wigs in this movie you know and i uh, I, I do wonder that that when i think it's when he meets the black feet that are like they're, mm-hmm. and they're cool to him like mm-hmm. the language is amazing and that sounded yeah. real to me and i don't know if that was what that was but some of the language that the crow were speaking kind of sounded like standard stock, like Hollywood Native American, which for all I know is like Navajo. I don't know. It, sure. it, it's but the whatever the language the I think it was the black were speaking was totally interesting. And I never heard anything like that before. Right. That was cool. That was yeah, I get I was expecting a certain level of insensitivity, just given it was made in 1972. And it kind of felt like it was re- that that expectation was rewarded until the end of the movie and it just mm-hmm. and again it was and it, here's here's another white guy dressed up like an indian coming out and attacking the other white guy and the white guy's gonna win and it's just right. like and i think if that's the direction of the story 
fine. I just felt like it probably could have been handled a little bit different. That's kind of where it started to lose me. Like I was pretty yeah. engaged with it. Like it was a little weird. Like the the, your, the the biblical speaking and everything. Like that was a little weird. The overtures. There's some weird stuff, but it didn't lose me really until that point. I'm like, okay. Like can I we stop caring? I just yeah. Caring. I'm like, can we just end this now? Like I don't know. Anyway, but the uh, I didn't. Oh, I did. The other note I had was, um, you know, mountain men. Overrated. <laughs> I just, God. you know, going to the mountains when you know there are indigenous people there likely to kill you for living in their spot and you're still like, yeah, got to do it. You know, <laughs> just sort of like it was a weird just, sort of choice. I just don't. It, it It's a weird how you have these sort of psychic breaks where something at one point is OK and then something is very much not. And uh, it, 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 there would have been a time, I don't know, 20 years ago, I would watch that movie and it wouldn't, none of that would have even occurred to me. Right. You know, it's funny how when you're a kid even if you feel guilty about a cowboy shooting an Indian in some sort of cowboy in Indian Western, you feel guilty because it's like a human being that got killed, but you don't, you're not like processing like what's actually taking place. Yeah. And so to, to watch this now, yeah, you're, you're, there's nothing, nothing Jeremiah Johnson does makes him the good guy at any point. If you are aware of history, you know, it doesn't matter what he does. Like you're yeah, just pretty like, much every good deed he, he does. He does begrudgingly. Well, takes the kid on, but you know, like the, no matter what, it's like you went up there and you just like settled in their land. You built a house and like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. You know, it's not. Uh, it's it, an oppressed yeah, I, people, right? Here come all these people constantly fucking with them and their land. What do you think you're going to do? So you can trap but, Beaver? So next time this movie gets made, because even like um, uh, The Revenant, which I adored that movie and the book, you know, it's still a lot of indigenous versus Europeans. Yeah. Which, of course, happened. I mean, that's but a much big more story. nuanced. But like, it would be like, I would love to have seen this movie and it's Jeremiah Johnson versus dudes like obi-wan these like european dudes who are up there who've already kind of staked their own claim or delgu you know like these, yeah yeah uh these mountain men dudes who's, who are kind of this is my territory this is my trapping and maybe they can fight like i don't need to see i don't need to see like this the old trope played out or at yeah. least make it seem sad where he's like gosh i wish i didn't have to do this but i'm defending myself well and, and this is the, the choice to have less dialogue like i think this is this would be I mean, maybe the opportunity was for he and his wife to understand and that clearly he started speaking her language but maybe like just one exposition scene of like them sitting around the campfire and he's like they're talking and she's like hey you know they're gonna come for you you know something like that right you're just just like you know it kind of says and he's reluctant you know like, or whatever just show yeah. a little reason for some of the stuff to happen that makes us care when it does and not immediately go well this is well, yeah you up. don't you don't care about any of you characters. don't care you don't yeah. even care about his wife or sons. Yeah. oh they got killed whatever um uh well actually what, let's can we talk about the kid like the, why did, what are you doing making this all right we're gonna kill off his parents so traumatized can't speak anymore yeah. okay he's gonna actually it's gonna work out he's got this guy he's got this new mom guess what's gonna happen he's gonna get killed also, <laughs> and by, scene, in a terrifying manner <laughs> that, yeah that scene with the where he rolls up on the on the on the woman with her family killed is so brutal brutal like she's yeah. like gone insane because of it, trying to dress. I told you not to go out without your bonnet. Like, oh my god, that is horrific to watch. Credited in the end credits as Crazy Woman, by the way. I don't. Think, well, yeah, no shit. I don't think he would do that today. Yeah, that was that was that was rough. That was rough. That, yeah, that kid. I didn't care about that kid. <laughs> Come on, Caleb. Caleb was all yeah. right. Yeah. Playing a little hockey out there. It was great. Is that what they were doing? That was weird. What know. was that? Like the you know, Native the American version of hockey. You know, was that a skull? Like you can't hit a skull. <laughs> no, like I couldn't that. tell what the ball was. It probably was a skull. A couple of notable that guy. Speaking of like the the credits, you know, so Charles Tyner, 
who yeah, is who Gus. Is that? I, re- I recognize that name. Yeah, Gus, he's, Gus, Gus. he's Gus. He's Gus from Obi-Wan? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. The guy that owns oh. the, uh, the 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 where they sleep in the same bed with each other. He's been in a never, lot of stuff. I've actually never seen that movie. What? Um, I know. I should. I should. I should. That's, Although, that's I don't know. the best Thanksgiving movie of all time. I rewatched Summer Rental like a week ago, and it was terrible. So now I'm afraid to watch. These no, no, no. We're, like, I don't care about outdoor or anything. We're doing plane trains. Well, no. You know, outdoor industry. Travel. There you go. We're going to th- Thanksgiving, though. Thanksgiving. We're doing planes and trains. Okay. That's uh, one of my all-time favorite movies. I'd love it's to. great. I'd love to watch it. The other one was uh, Paul Benedict, who was the uh, the reverend of the uh, with with the army dudes. He yeah, was the, he, the man with two brains and spinal tap, and he's uh, Bentley uh, from the Jeffersons. You know, like guy's been in everything. He was in everything for like two decades straight. I did. I definitely recognized him. I don't think I recognized anybody else. No, that's pretty much it. I'm sure maybe pe- more people. Well, it's not but, a huge cast. No, I very cast small cast. Huge. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into the outdoorsy parts of the movie. It's time to play What's on GearTrade.com right now! Since 1999, GearTrade has been your first stop to buy or sell gear and get ready for your next outdoor adventure right now. I'm heading over to GearTrade.com to look for my favorite deals of the day. And remember, things move quickly. By the time you get here, these items could be gone, so don't wait around. Get shopping! Okay, first up, are you traveling or camping this summer? Then you need a Low Alpine Telesac 10 liter compression sack. This item is used but in good condition, normally retails for $233, but can be yours for $100.97. Next up, how about a lumbar pack from the brand that made lumbar packs famous, Mountain Smith. This pack is brand new, normally retails for $59.95 and can be around your waist for just $28.81. Lastly, this summer, if you want to avoid afternoon rainstorms and you wear a women's extra large, you can pick up a used Steo Ender Pack Light hooded jacket for just $109.56, while normally this jacket is $249. Man, what a steal. If you're wondering where these deals come from, they come from you. Gear Trade makes everything so easy, they'll even pay for shipping and send you a box to load up that pile of gear you have lingering in your garage and turn it into cash money. So, if you're looking for that crucial piece of gear or apparel for your next adventure, or want to make some room in your gear closet, or both, there is only one solution. GearTrade.com So, on the outdoorsy parts, you know, I kind of listed the categories, you know, survival, frontier living, obviously native encounters, life skills, you know, kung fu. <laughs> God, it's yeah, there's some kung fu. <laughs> He's a weirdly good, but looks terrible marksman. Like every scene yeah. where he's shooting, I was right. like, are they trying to make it look like he's not fired a gun before? Even, I mean, because he's like reacting violently to the recoil. It's like, I, I, have you, have you done this before? Like, it, yeah, that was weird. But yet you're dropping buffalo from, uh, you know, two hundred yards. And you're out, like a f- you know? former soldier. Like that, that all seemed <laughs> odd to me. Well, it's whatever the story needed in the moment. I did. Right? <laughs> I did think it was amazing. He's like, oh, I just hope I can find an animal. He's just like riding on his horse, and a deer just like rolls up next to him twenty yards away. Oh, hey, just hey, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> Bam. <laughs> What do you think that good use of the outdoors? Was it was it obviously well, it was dude, the whole thing was yeah, I mean, come on. It's like the spectacular over, looking movie. Like, yeah, yeah. seconds over. I'm like, I gotta get out to the mountains like right away. Like today right. I need to get out there. Plus, I like I really want that red jacket he was wearing. Oh, was you incredible. beat me to it. I literally wrote it in here. I'm like, you loved I knew you loved that yeah, jacket. That jacket was amazing. I mean, he looked great. Like the the it definitely made you want to be kind of Maybe you think I should have the same jacket that I always wear, no matter what. Like it looked yeah. great, old and like and like with rips in it and greasy and stuff. Like that was cool. Did you like his bear bear skin jacket that she made for that Swan made for him? I didn't love that. I didn't no. love that. I'm not a no. fur guy. Yeah, 
Yeah. Kind of completed the look though. Kind of, you know, did. he felt like he felt more it like did. he he truly transformed into Jeremiah Johnson when he got. It is jacket. weird how that hair, and I've kind of had the same experience when I because I used to have a giant beard and like him, I had the same kind of flat straight hair that Redford does that kind of makes a like a round head of you. Man, he looked so funny how different he looks with a beard. Like his face gets so circular. Yeah, like, remember when that gift first came out? People thought it was that Galifianakis, and you can sort oh, of yeah. Yeah. see it. You're like, yeah, but man. You're right. The second he shaves it, you're just oh, like, holy shit. Handsome, man. So God. best use of gear in the movie. What do you got? I was thinking like the tools and weapons. Was it the outerwear and skins? Uh, John for, is, is a pink jacket. Like what was I think it? it's the I think it's the I honestly I do think it's the jackets. And and the fact that his army clothes were probably wool. Like, you know, like yeah, you could you could that's the sort of stuff where you had the one that's all you had and it was gonna be fine. You know, right, right. That, that I actually I'd like that a lot. Uh you know that's necessity. He apparently didn't have. He like didn't bring other clothes. No, he wears those same damn pants the whole time. No. So, um, that's pretty cool. You know, and that's probably how it was. That, that was probably pretty legit. I'm sure that was legit. I'm sure the body odor was something else back in the day. You know, I thought about that movie a lot, or that a lot in this film. Like yeah, everybody smelled smelly looking. Del Gue, Del Gue definitely did not smell oh, good. Oh my god. We even talked about his horse smelling bad. <laughs> which what did that horse get into? They all smell the same. Is that you? Is it, you're the one. <laughs> No, leave the fucking horse alone. All right, go take a shower. And leave the horse out of this. Yeah, they don't do enough of of showing people bathe in those kinds of movies. You know, like that's a crucial scene. I well, you ever watch? Uh, did you watch Deadwood? HBO show. Yes, but I didn't watch all of it. Love that show, but like that's feels like a probably pretty accurate representation of eighteen sixties seventies life. You know, and like taking a bath a luxury. You do it mm -hmm. every so often. They're, the, when the when the uh, when the cavalry shows up, they're all yeah. coughing and sneezing, and I'm like, is that an, like a nod to that people were sick a lot? I thought maybe uh, the family was going to catch like smallpox yeah. or something Me like too. that because they were really showing that. There's also no chance in hell at no point at all, other than the fact that he willingly took the kid. Did Jeremiah Johnson ever give off the air of a guy who's going to leave his family to go rescue some people he's never seen? This is what I'm saying. And like they're Christian families, Johnson. And I'm gonna be like, yeah, all right. It's a bummer. He doesn't <laughs> like, pray. Like, yeah, he never prays in that like, in that movie. I mean, he's come out on top, right? He went in. He started living the life he wanted to live. Gets saddled with this kid. Gets saddled with a bride that he doesn't want. Which you know, I got a question of like, did they really fall in love, or was it Stockholm syndrome? We'll get into that in a minute. But it's like, whatever. He, he comes out through on the other side. He's got a family, and he even he even alludes to it, right? Talking to Obi Wan, right? Like, hey, do you ever get lonely? Right now he's not lonely, right? Like I, I, I could feel bad, but like the, the life he's on crow land. This is the only time he smiles in the whole movie. Right. I yeah. just, I, you're right. That's a really good point. I, in hindsight, I don't think he would have a problem saying no. Mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, he just, why did he feel guilty at that point? It's not like it was. He doesn't uh, know those people. He's watched people die all the time. He doesn't give a shit. It wasn't like, I'll, I'll ride you out here and point you in the right direction. And also like he said, they die without him. Like, well, Really? I mean, like all of them. Yeah. Well, like, also, what's he gonna do? Like, what's he gonna do? Show them yeah. the pass? Like, right. a bunch of elk? Like, How he, they, they knew where back? to go. Go that way. Okay. Like, they'll just come. That's yeah. I mean, I guess if that's if well, that's where they wanted the story to go, I just that was kind of it started. That's really where it started to kind of come apart for me. Yeah. Yeah. Again, just I just I just didn't care. Also, the movie's over two hours long, so just yeah. like kind of you know, like you can. You could have capped it a lot uh, way before that. I also don't know. Okay, so he waves he waves hi to to 
to Chief paints the shirt red. And that's it, it ends there, right? And then there's a voiceover about he might still be living there. Right. right? <laughs> Where does he go? Back to his house? Well, he's is he going to Canada? He said he's going to Canada, right? Did he just keep going north? What's in Canada, dude? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. And that's also okay. You decide he's getting out of Dodge, right? He's like, all right, these people are trying to kill me. Ride back to the town. Take the train to Canada. No, like, he's, I, no. He's been to a town once. Remember, he says, <laughs> I've been to a town. God, it's so sad. I have my uh I have my outdoor lessons from Jeremiah Johnson. I had, you know, number one, I had sell your zero degree bag and sleep on a bed of coals. Cause you know, we've been missing that was I've seen I, I've seen that kind of thing before and I've never yeah. tried it. But I, I know that that's of course a you thing. haven't. <laughs> yeah, why would you? <laughs> that would be kind of fun. It like, would be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna try I'm gonna that. try to do this. Yeah. You know, number two, but when going to a place where you're not welcome, maybe try negotiating your presence before I start living hunting in, you know, on someone else's land. Like just a thought. Maybe just roll it like, hey, new guy. Yeah, bring an extra horse. Just give it to right. Him. That's what you know, I'm going to do. It's not that hard. That figure, I mean, I understand the gift giving thing. Not that really difficult. Also, 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 his horse died in the winter. He had two horses yeah. or two yeah. mules. At least I think one, it was a horse and a, and a mule. And right? a mule. So yeah. the horse dies. Yeah. He has the mule. Yeah. He looks up with Obi-Wan. When it's time to go, all of a sudden he has two horses again. Or where did that one come from? Did Did Obi-Wan give him one? He didn't have a stable of horses. That's <laughs> Oh, that's, Where did that come side, from? That's a side gig. Yeah, grizzlies are running low, so I'm breeding horses. <laughs> Dude, he never rides. Uh, he's not on a horse when he meets him. There's no horse. There's no stable at his place. You don't see a horse there, do you? Yeah. He just yeah. one day leaves with a second horse. Good point. Good. good uh, that's a good nitpick. Number three, but uh, don't fall victim to the guilt trips of military interlopers. I guess it's a, that's one of my golden yeah. rules. Like yeah. a bunch of military dudes show up. Hey, help third- us. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I got my family. Sorry. We have the third the third amendment for a reason. I mean, that's about quartering <laughs> quartering soldiers, but that also thinks you don't have to do what they yeah. say. Out of here, bud. Guilt trip me all you want, man. I just built yeah. this house. You yeah. want me to go back out there? You, you see, I have one axe. <laughs> and I built no. this house. Fuck off. Uh my last one is I don't care what you free solo flash or red point, what waves you can surf, what big mountains you can ski, or how far you can hike. Or what you placed at the Red Bull Rampage. No one in 2023 is as hardcore as anyone born before the Industrial Revolution. That's for sure true. Even <laughs> Caleb, even that little that little good for nothing Caleb is hard more hardcore than I've ever He's been. So hard on Caleb, poor kid, lost his parents. Just talk, dude. You know how annoying. You know how annoyed you'd be if you're like, well, I've got nothing. I haven't seen a man for two years. And like, you get this kid, he just won't talk. Like, what good is he? What's the point? Like, if like if 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 some ladies like take my son, I've obviously gone nuts. Like I'm assuming she's gonna kill herself. That that just seemed like that was the clear thing that was gonna happen. Like take him because I'm gonna <laughs> off myself. And like, all right, cool. And then the kid just doesn't talk. I'd just be like, dude, just get. What am I doing? Why am I feeding you? What good are you to me? Well, he did help build the house. You know, he did pitch in. Did he? Maybe he was legit mute. Maybe he was like, maybe it wasn't trauma. Maybe he just couldn't speak. Yeah, could be. Could be. Could be. I think the last thing I that's, talk that's about my is, lesson. My lesson is don't take on the kid. Don't bring a kid. Just, just don't bring a kid with you. Well, again, go to the town. Like it's why are you so like I get you've been to the town you don't like it get it but guess what yeah, you Caleb you've probably been, likes it I mean, Caleb be stoked like you know yeah. oh wait I can now be in a place where I'm not gonna potentially get murdered every night like all right got Ke- dude got Caleb killed he did he really did well and and Swan too I don't want to talk about Swan and 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 JJ so did, did they really fall in love 
you know, or was it Stockholm syndrome? Like, what do you think? Was it just sort of I like, ah, how would you just, know? I mean, uh, yeah. how would you know? It's a mystery. Whose side were you on when uh, she was making dinner and he's like spitting it out and then eating beef jerky? <laughs> I thought that I actually thought I kind of <laughs> loved that part because, because <laughs> you're going, I'm thinking, I wrote that down. I'm like, okay, what is that? Like, there's not, I don't, I didn't see like oak trees around there. So it's probably not acorn mush. It could be, yeah, but I, I don't think it's that. And yeah. I, and it's not corn, right? Not, definitely not <laughs> corn. And I haven't seen big wheat fields. It probably would is probably supposed to be acorn mush. And I yeah. know that that tastes terrible. Sure. Uh, and so it kind of made. I kind of liked it. I was like, you know, that's that's kind of cool. I like now if you made that movie, he'd be like, oh my god. And like you know, yes, be, it would be is, culinary delights. Yeah, like the Native oh, we, Americans. We, we ruined something by you know. Moving That's away from this. It's like, no, it probably tastes like ass. So that actually makes sense. Think how many acorns I've stepped over in my life. I could have been eating this all along. Yeah. That was, I mean, so I guess, I, I mean, he, he was nice about it. He's like, I can't. He was. He actually was actually polite and he stepped aside. And then I did like that he told the kid to eat. Like, yeah, it, it make you grow or whatever he said to him. You know, like, it's good for you. But um, yeah. And the only other one, it got, he got a little rapey there. You know, she gets in bed. He comes over and takes a peek. Does but then he just says, "My God." Okay, I wondered about that. He says, "My God," and I don't know was she was she had she been mutilated, and he was like looking at these scars, or was he oh. like, "Oh, she's super hot." That that part was really upsetting to me. Like, it, it was, was me one, too. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I was like, "Dude, what are you doing? What are you well, doing?" Well, had she had she like taken you know? Okay, so here's in 2023, <laughs> she would have walked away. The moonlight would be coming. She would have like slipped one side off, right? Back, the other side off. It would have dropped down and shown her ass, right? And like she would have like kind of you know laid down kind of and like prop herself on her elbow or whatever and then you're like all right she's like it's our first night i guess this is what i'm supposed to do and, and you'd groan and you wouldn't be stoked but you'd sort of understand like i didn't know what was happening like was she trying to invite I didn't either. It, you're right it's a good point it was weird that he did anything at all and then also you didn't really understand what he was doing and also she yeah. fell asleep in about 0.2 seconds because like well, he, yeah she's asleep but he just he <laughs> looks he just looks at her body like what is that yeah yeah, that's what I, that's what happened. That's creepier than almost anything else. I, where they, maybe they were trying to kind of get across it, like, oh my god, he's actually kind of getting, he's really getting into her, and like this is going to work out, kind of thing. But like, there's a lot of better ways you could have done that. Like the like the field hockey game was was a good one, right? Yeah, they're having fun together. They're hanging out, you know. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, yeah. And the last thing, just yeah, we've talked about it a bunch, but the overture intermission, a little much, could have saved us ten minutes of uh, runtime that was mm -hmm. un completely unnecessary. It wasn't like it was. An, it, it wasn't a seventy-five minute long movie. They were trying to stretch it out. You know, it's like you got enough here. Well, that movie probably looked insanely amazing in nineteen seventy-two. Like it probably yeah, blew absolutely. people away in the theater. You know, this is this is pre-adventure world. So you know, sure. a lot of people probably haven't been to places like that. So that would have seemed exotic and amazing. And one of the things I wondered about while watching it, I'm not enough of a film history nerd to know. There has to have been a point in American movies where movies about the west start taking the native americans perspective into it a bit more sure and yeah. this this movie definitely does that more than like a classic western would uh where uh you know you you identify with them a little bit more the the veneration that obi-wan has for them is pretty incredible you know uh the, like it feels like it's turning a corner to a more modern take which is right. you know that uh, it's just a much more nuanced take on it was so, was dances with like wolves to, like the first one maybe i mean that was 89 wow. I mean, Dances with Wolves probably fits 90, in the modern take uh, take of that. I have a that would actually be interesting rewatch because that might seem cringy now. Probably would. Well, you know? I think that one. The issue there well, is like De whatever name is Deborah Messing, or whatever isn't Native American, and she plays a Native American, so that would be 
whatever the actress is like well no, no she's supposed to be a white woman that's why they end up together oh you're right yeah but the i forgot about that but that one's got the problem i think that one where to your point they they kind of solve the the perspective and they have native american actors and all those kinds of things but it's still kind of the white savior movie right um or or at least and, and this is kind of the same way where it's not so much like the white savior because they clearly don't need him but there's this weird urge to say like we're good enough like, yeah, we're, we can do that's this what i mean too. Right. Yeah. This is the cla- this is a great example of when people don't understand like racism from a white perspective, right? It's kind of like Exactly. Like no no, you didn't even need to make this movie. The white people have won, right? Like yeah. you don't need to show the white guy killing a bunch of native Americans. That's why yeah, we can also we can do it with our diseases and our motorized, you know, things in our arms and all yeah. that stuff. But also if we don't if we don't have any of that, we can still fuck you up just by showing up. Yeah, right. There's a part of that that's gross. Well, would well, you tell people to watch Jeremiah Johnson? Oh, they have to. You have to. I would say, well, gosh, what have we talked about so far? I would watch this before Captain Fantastic, for sure. This is a movie you need to see. You know, it's funny. This back-to-back movies where I'm a little conflicted over the ending. Um, but you're right. I mean, and this is, this is like I said at the beginning, this is one of those movies, right, yeah. where it's like you eventually need to watch this movie. Yeah. Because it is an like, achievement. I mean, what 1972, and it looks incredible. You can live without Captain Fantastic. I'm bummed I hadn't seen this before. So, That's true. Yeah. What about yeah. First Blood? <laughs> Uh, I would put it about on par with like a, you should see this film. You'll enjoy first blood way more though. Yeah. If you haven't seen either. They're pretty similar. Yeah. But first blood's ending is the best. So good. And it's, and yeah, it's right. short. First blood's much more of like a relatable film, you know, uh, but and you get pretty to hear similar. the long road or whatever that song is at the end. I mean, that, well, that's the, music, what... the music in this one's pretty good. The Jeremiah Johnson song is actually a legit good song. Yeah. I wrote that down. I like that song. I would. This would be interesting to like hand this movie to a, like a, a modern day editor and say, make this better and see what they would do with it. You know, here's all the footage, you know, and kind of like, how would you recut it or whatever? So. Well, it seems to me like this is this is, you know, again, I wish I knew more about 70s cinema, but th- like in the way that First Blood felt like a template for what modern action movies are. This feels yeah. like a template for that sort of sweeping Western. Sure. Gritty movie where the where the Native Americans aren't like just the backdrop, you know, so. Right. Um, I had well, this probably influenced the, the living shit out of everything that's come since. I mean, the 70s are just renowned for being like the decade for cinema, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like the stuff that comes out between The Godfather, this, The Exorcist, right. Jaws, uh, Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre, sure. even like Alien, like these, these kind of Star Wars, right? These people are really figuring out the medium in a meaningful way, and definitely, and that's kind of why you have to include this one. The storytelling choices, yeah, like definitely problematic in 2023. But yeah, just what what don't you get if you don't what what don't we have if you don't have this movie, right? It's exactly. Just, that, that's kind of why it's an important film. Yeah. So what? I'd watch it. Yeah. Watch it absolutely. No, I'd almost I don't even watch it before. It. I'd almost watch it before First Blood of all the ones that we've talked about so far. It's that it feels that that. Uh, yeah. Fun. Uh, First Blood's better in some ways, but but it's more. It's I don't know. I feel like that was a, that was a cool experience. I it's a tough what? comparison. Yeah, like yeah. like you right. The first hour was great. I I would watch it again. I definitely will watch it again. Actually, and I'd like, like to watch it again and kind of like really kind of pay attention now in this in the third act and kind of be well. Like, and more cool. more than anything else that we've talked about so far, like that movie will make you want to go camping. It will make you want to go. That is true. Like, like immediately, which is yeah. Cool. It's like if if the opening scene of Captain Fantastic was most of the movie, right. Right. Yeah. More than instead it got into all the family stuff. Yeah, you're right. This is I love your comment of like as soon as it's over, I was like, I need to get to the mountains immediately yeah. because yeah. I am feeling the mountains right now. Yep. So. And they do I mean they talk about that. They talk about that a lot. There's something about the mountains and they 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 nailed it. They did it. Yep. All right. Jeremiah Johnson. Did he, I wish it. he had a catchphrase. It'd be good to drop a catchphrase, but he, he really should, needed a catchphrase. He, is, what would he it be? said nine things. <laughs> hey. 
Huh? He says that all the time to people. He talks. This is pretty good stew, huh? That would, yeah. that would be it, I guess. That's boy, good. I make damn good biscuits, boy. That was, it was weird to see Robert. Was so weird to see Robert Redford talk like that. Right. It was weird. That was weird. Well, that scene where he's like talking to his wife and he's like, takes her, teaches her to say yes. And he just keeps saying all these amazing oh, things yeah. about himself. He's like touching her head and stuff. Amazing hunter. Amazing hunter. Amazing yeah. hunter. Yes. 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 So I guess that's it. Yes. <laughs> would be his oh, Let's get, you know what? Let's get Robert Redford on. Let's get him on. Yeah, LeBron bailed on us for this week, so now we got to get Red. We'll get, yeah, we'll we'll get, get Bob. Him. We'll get him next. We'll get him for Bob next time. Bob says he's retired. I mean, he's not making movies anymore. What's he got to do? You know? well, perfect. We'll talk to him. We'll get him for next time. There you go. We just shredded <laughs> about a third of your movie, Bob. You want to come oh, on and he, talk to us? Interview <laughs> with us. Tune in. All right. We'll talk to you next time. See you with Bob Redford. With Bob Redford. <laughs> All right. That's our show for today. What do you think of Jeremiah Johnson? One of your favorite movies? Did we get it all wrong? Send your feedback to myrockfight at gmail.com and you can be featured in a future episode of The Rock Fight. Be sure to come back on Thursday for our next episode when Mike Rogie from Mountain Gazette comes back and he and I throw some love to the East Coast of these United States. Thanks for listening to and supporting The Rock Fight. I'm Colin True. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC.